Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. It is September 29th, 2023, and this is the Wrestling Inc. Podcast Smackdown. We're like a week out from Fastlane. No Mercy is tomorrow. Yeah. Jade Cargill is coming to WWE. It was exciting tonight. I think that kind of confirmed the main roster. Not that I think anyone really thought she was going to be in NXT. Uh, I, I'm, I am with you. I would say main roster, uh, but because Becky was holding that title, it mm. seemed to be very transitionary. I was like, I'll be okay if Jade came and like dominated him and took that title to Raw. But yes, I was have her on the main roster instantaneously. And they gave her the, star, the superstar treatment, you know? Oh my God. Uh, yeah, I mean... It, Without even debuting, they've done things like that before, maybe on, you know, some athlete. But typically, it's like, oh, Ronda Rousey showed up at the end of the Royal Rumble. Now we're going to do talk about the press. But the fact that they did this press, they amplified this press. It's it's a unique way for them to announce that they signed somebody. So, uh, you know, it's cool, though, man. And, uh, yeah, I'm looking forward to No Mercy. So I'm Glenn here with you, as always, on Friday nights. Flobo Buys back. Good to see you, man. Yeah, good to see you too, man. You know, the Friday Night Delight, you know, hanging with the Glenn. I, I kind of missed the Kangol hat, man. That was like a thing. Yeah, I got I got a haircut. Okay, give it up. I mean, I'm jealous. Yeah. I haven't had one of those in like 15 years. But and fun. and she didn't even do it all with the razor. This is scissor cut all on the top. Man, it's balling right now. He's yeah. getting scissor cuts out there. But I know. You, you think normally like a fade, you can just, you can cut that in like 10 minutes if you're scaled. But no, she went full scissor with it. And uh, earn, yeah, it was crazy. Earn them tips. Yeah, yeah right, man. Uh, please, everyone, tip your stylist. If you go to Supercuts or uh, Great Clips or Fantastic Sam's or your local <laughs> barbershop, do you know? Do you know what people spend at high-end salons for a haircut that's really not much better? True. Than what you're getting at your local haircut place, and uh, you'll make their day if you give them a nice tip. Absolutely. You know. So, we're here tonight to talk about everything that's going on. A little bit of news. A little bit of news. Uh, we'll talk about the full card for No Mercy, which is tomorrow. I decided not to go. I was going to drive to Bakersfield. I was even going to be like, maybe I'll hit up WWE PR. Maybe I'll try and like, see if I can grab some interviews. Maybe I'll do this. And then I was like, hey, man, I got an electric car. And uh, it's still like two charging stops. Wait, how far to, is it from you? Uh, five hours. Oof. yeah yeah i got you and i'm like i probably have to leave tonight to be there tomorrow to do press during the day and then i gotta be back sunday you know i'd probably go back sunday but sunday night i got the podcast with matt morgan and raj geary gigantic pop check it out oh man um, it's flexing out here yeah so i was like you know what? i'm just gonna stay home and watch no mercy but to that end um we might have some you know if jade cargill showed up after becky's match with tiffany stratton and challenged becky wouldn't hate that no i wouldn't either I mean, you that's know? how you make it happen. I mean, No Mercy, I'm not going to say it's a weak card because I think the NXT show as a product has come by leaps and bounds and it could be dragging on its coming out party. But uh, yeah. just with NXT 2.0 or 3.0 or 2.0 plus that goes on the road, they don't really get the, the ticket sales. So, like, I'm trying to get up there. I have to work in the morning. So it's I'm pretty sold through for tomorrow. I mean, but yeah. there were some surprising stuff. Like, you can get third and fourth seats from the ramp 
That's the point. Like, yeah. they, they deserve, like, sell out in 10 minutes. <laughs> you know, yeah, like I know, that, right? Um, yeah. I mean, the product's hot, but it's not not that hot. As Dylan's saying, can't handle the bright lights of Bakersfield. Have you ever seen Bakersfield built up as much as NXT has been building up the city of Bakersfield for no mercy? They had to. They said California. I think everyone dragged them, and they were like, oh, okay, <laughs> it's actually Bakersfield. Bakersfield. <laughs> but, no. but no, no one except that. What, Kern Come County? for no mercy. Stay for a spirited debate about Central Valley water rights. Ooh, that's deep cut. <laughs> if you drive the five or the 99, you see the signs. <laughs> uh, if you drive from LA, stop off at uh, Buttonwill McKittrick, my favorite it's named exit on the, on the five freeway. Is it like a restaurant? Or, I don't know. No, no, it's, it's an exit that says Button Willow McKittrick. Oh, okay. So you never ventured yeah. out there. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, no, I, I've always wanted you know, one day. One day yeah. I will. Um, so let's uh, talk about the No Mercy card in a minute. But first, um, Wrestling Inc. has a story. AEW's Brit Breaker praises Adam Cole's toughness after freak accident injury. Broke his ankle in three places on a freak accident. Ah. Uh. You know, I'm at that age where freak accidents are the worst kind of injuries. It's never like, oh, a car accident. It's like I coughed the wrong way. But it just so breaks my heart that Adam Cole is uh, on AEW. Some cynical people would say WWE sold high. But it's just been so many injuries back to back for someone who's pretty much slotted in in the best story on that brand. And yeah. I hope he recovers quickly, for sure. No, I hope he gets better soon. Um, can run down the No Mercy card also before going to SmackDown. Look. SmackDown was good tonight. Uh, a lot of really good matches. Fastlane feels like, well, we, this is the best pay-per-view we can put together. You know that meme that shows you like the like the horse that's like well shaded in the first quarter and then yeah. it becomes like line art towards the end? I mean, this is the same year we had Bad Bunny at Backlash, the biggest mm. WrestleMania of all time. But the lat payback and now Fastlane just seems kind of like WWE circa 2020. You know what I mean? Something's missing. I'm not it sure. It feels what very that is. familiar. It feels like yeah. a very familiar uh, live event. Even uh, this triple threat with Charlotte and Oscar and EO. We'll talk about that. Mm -hmm. um, so, yeah, I think uh, No Mercy tomorrow. I'm going to be watching it from home. I think it's going to be uh, an amazing show. I thought the go home was so hot Tuesday. I was bummed the ratings were down. Becky mm -hmm. wasn't there. Um, they added Blair Davenport versus Kalani Jordan as a singles match just to, to warm up the show. We've got Noam Dar versus Butch for the NXT Heritage Cup. Carmelo Hayes defenses NXT Championship against Ilya Dragunov. Braun Breaker versus Baron Corbin. And given how intense that's been lately, mm -hmm. I, I almost wonder if that peaked too soon with throwing through the wall last week. Like, how are they going to top that during a regular match? I think they kind of have to uh, because yeah, you, ha you, you have Carmelo's uh, weird bout with uh, lack of confidence before. Then you yeah. have a lot of people who aren't on the same level. Blair Davenport, someone's been kind of like hanging out in the women's division. She's supposed to be a threat. It's not really considered a threat. She needs to do a lot of things. And so you give me that main roster slash NXT matchup. I think that could be your show stealer. It may be the one that opens the card. They gave Blair the most like cherry on top of a Sunday gimmick set up given how infamous the nxt parking lot is for attacks mm -hmm. and how much it was with the women's division so having her be like i'm behind it but aside from taking credit for it like attacking gg john i don't know i feel like like they could go deep with this you know they should have uh like shown like reenactments with like you know uh recently uncovered footage oh or don't like court tv and had like reenactments qtv what 
<laughs> Wouldn't that? Wait, but think about that for a second. What if they were like Blair Davenport? This match is going to be your trial, and uh, and they were presenting like here's a reenactment, and they get like like a really bad reenactment of like the Nikki Lions attack, the Sol Ruka attack, with yeah. like women that look barely anything like the ones that were actually involved. Since he gets off on of technicality, <laughs> no, but I'm just saying like they could they could do some really fun stuff with this. It's a fun storyline. And I just feel it's like, I'm crazy. I attack people like that's her gimmick. Yeah. I, do, I don't get Blair, man. Like, I don't believe you for a second. Cause you got folded in half by Roxanne Perez. Like I, and we'll talk about Ray Mysterio later on, but Roxanne has a very Ray Mysterio approach to her matches, but you got, <laughs> you got beat up pretty badly. So I don't believe it. And I know gimmicks are, are can change and shift. There's always a moment where a competitor gets stomped out like yeah. Braun Strowman's against Roman Reigns or, or Cesaro when he was facing Seth Rollins, where I go, Oh, they're done. And it's it's all I'm saying. This match against Clowney Jordan is on the pre-show, but it's a must win for Davenport. Yeah, absolutely. They gotta they gotta uh bolster her uh pedigree right now with some wins. Um, we're gonna have the family versus out the mud Creed Brothers and uh Umberto Carrillo and Angel Garza for that NXT tag team championship. Mm, I'm not sure what I make of out the mud. I don't think those guys will hang out with scripts one second, but yeah, okay, I was gonna say like <laughs> If if we hadn't had the scripts that we had a year ago, scripts, yeah, like <laughs> I can see during that during that breakup, they could probably roast him pretty good. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. I, I, just Bronco and Evolution Price, okay, they they seem we've seen that before, so not in a yeah. bad way. That's what we're here for. But was I hanging out with scripts? I'm like they would beat guys like that up. Like why would I don't buy it for a second? And and the the moment of uh, was I think that's uh, Anima going out the mud this is so cheesy i i hope they do well i hope they really show out but... they're high on them though i mean yeah. they gave them that vignette they got added to this match like they don't have the resume that these other teams have of of like a bit of establishment but i think i think they're my they're my sleeper pick for this match because i think why else are they there i mean it's not like there's a lack of tag teams in nxt i mean chase U's not doing anything Absolutely. I think the, uh, there's a very concerted effort to bolster up the powerhouse tag team division. Uh, even if you see on the level up, a lot of tag teams are, are pretty beefy men as well. So I think that's yeah. what it is. Maybe Dusty Classics on the horizon. But yeah, yeah. I, I, I do hope there's a team that doesn't win, but really goes, hey, you're on the map. You're invited to the party. Quite literally, I guess. Uh, Dirty Dominic Mysterio and Trick Williams. With uh, Mustafa's release, I think they're pulling the trigger on the Trick Carmelo storyline with this match and then Carmelo's slip of the tongue. I think Carmelo's going to retain and we get Carmelo and Trick at deadline. You're thinking like unification match? Or you no, no, no. I a... think we get we get a feud with the two of them. And actually, I guess they could probably do it if Carmelo lost to mm-hmm. Ilya, but I don't know, man. Like, I think there's real money in these guys going against each other. I like it, and I know that long-term storytelling tends to be reserved for MJF for the bloodline, but I like Trick Williams' slow burn. Uh, yeah. He says he's gone on the zone. He get those wins. I mean, he is a, arguably the most over person, even more over than Carmelo Hayes right now with the whoop that trick and trick going to hit your stuff. So I would love to have that be a stand and deliver culmination for months and mm. months and months. But if you got a hot shot, it great. But what happens after that? I mean, I think Carmelo is going to the main roster. Mm, so was Braun a year ago, but he's still there. Yeah, actually, Braun's like a fifth-year senior now. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Like, I'm if Braun doesn't go after this, like, he, he kids got problems. 
Well, we'll get to that later, but I almost yeah. forgot about Cameron Grimes. He was in the last right? year, too. I was like, oh, yeah, he's employed. But he waited too. They waited too long. It's like you got to mm-hmm. go with the momentum. I mean, this thing with uh, Baron has been good. But uh, then we have Tiffany Stratton versus Becky Lynch for the NXT Women's Championship. And I think until they get those TV re- rights re-signed, like, I think Becky needs to stay in NXT. Absolutely. It's a sweeps move. Uh, I'm not the biggest Tiffany Stratton supporter, but I didn't quite understand the Becky coming down to beat Tiffany Stratton because it was very clear that she was outclassed. But you know what? If I'm trying to move a product, yes, you give me all the eyes. You, you give me all the main roster appearances, all you want. I kind of wish Tiffany got a title back, but I don't think it's going to happen. Yeah. I, but, you know, I could see Tiffany getting called up as well. So Really? Yeah. I, I think, you know, it's the sort of gimmick vince always likes um there's there's no female on the roster doing that character right now i think the closest thing was carmella and she's out mm-hmm. uh from maternity mm-hmm. so i don't know i mean I, it seems like the thing to me that that gimmick it's cool that she can wrestle and i think she's improved greatly and i think her promos are getting there but that just seems like the kind of gimmick that the main route like vince and his cohorts that seems like that's their their jam like they like that sort of gimmick I just don't want her to go the way of Zaylee or Shotzi, where it's like, oh yeah, I remember her just coming out every couple of weeks and then fading away again. But hey, look, you gave her the rocket. You tell me she's the future. How about you bring up the main roster and prove it week in and week out? Yeah, we'll see, man. Um, but yeah, tomorrow, no mercy. It's going to be a hell of a pay per view. Uh, I'm going to be watching on Peacock live and uh, probably tweeting along. So. Check it out. I have a question for you, Glenn. Yeah, please. Uh, what's your, been your take on the uh, uh, Butch in name only iteration of uh, Pete Dunn on Tuesdays? Because he has a flip flop between Tuesdays and Fridays. I know. <laughs> so, what's I, I think, uh, you know, if they're keeping him in NXT, I think he goes back to Pete Dunn. I don't think it makes sense for the Brawl and Brutes and that brand that they've built up to change the character name. Like when they do a name change there's normally like a big push or reason behind it and unless they're going to make him a singles act which i don't think they are mm. like the brawl and brutes are like um i don't know they're like quality enhancement talent on the main roster yeah job of the stars yeah right um but i don't know I, th- I think he's probably got another singles run in him hopefully they change the name back for that but i don't know this butch thing i mean it's silly but thankfully wwe has made so many more bad decision since then i think we've all just kind of begrudgingly accepted it <laughs> i haven't but i hear you i agree <laughs> yeah like like it's easy to get you know it's it's um yeah it's funny when it's like oh i'm really upset about this and annoyed by this and then it's like oh they did something else oh they did something else yeah. oh naya Jax is back like there's just so many things to <laughs> ponder you know i'm a naya fan i'm the only one on the planet i get it no i mean it's it's interesting that she's back. <laughs> uh, it, it's interesting. That's <laughs> it's, it, well, it's an interesting brain because if you think about it, um, Triple H when he was in charge for a short period of time, like had the people that he wanted back in the company, mm-hmm. and so it's interesting that like right after the endeavor, like and, and this isn't a time when they were bringing back people. Like the bring the comeback stopped. You know, I just think, right. it, I mean, it's, it's interesting. Is it, you know, it's interesting because it was kind of like out of nowhere. Hey, I'm a big fan of heels that need to be booed. I'm tired mm. of heels that are just, oh, there's such a heel. <laughs> Make me hate you. And Dirty Dominic Mysterio and Nia Jax and even Baron Corbin, they do it. Yeah. Um, man, 
I mean, we talked about this Tuesday. I think Dominic wins and retains, but Trick blames Carmelo for not coming out and helping him because we Ooh. get some Judgment Day interference. Okay. Um, but Dominic, I mean, man, if you look at the reaction Trick got the other night on NXT, yeah. oh yeah, oh, like yeah. Dominic retaining over Trick, like Dominic's just gonna keep reaching the stratosphere of new levels of heat. I'm hoping Bakersfield tells the whoever needs to be told that the, the road likes trick. And, and, I, and I have another podcast where I talk about this stuff and I go, man, I, I, when trick debuted, I felt that it was so necessary. I didn't want to see Carmelo Hayes, the running buddy. Didn't want to see Carmelo Hayes heel. Carmelo Hayes is a giant baby face, but he has yeah. been so integral to what this new NXT is the mix of the character and the development. Like you got to make sure you buy it now. And this could be his coming out party. Win, lose or draw. Yeah, no, I agree. Um, Let's talk about SmackDown tonight. We opened with Jimmy Uso, Sol Sokoa, and Paul Heyman. Um, as this is happening, Raj Giri is texting me. Hey, what's up, ideas, Raj? Ideas for the next episode of Gigantic Pop. And I just want to point out that he just pitched the idea of covering the pairing of the movies They Live and The Princess Bride, um, which shows me that I have no clue what goes on in that beautiful mind of his. It is beautiful, yeah. It's like they live in the Princess Bride, like uh, wait, a, a comparison, like no, like because we were talking. I mean, yeah, we were talking about do we know holds barred and uh, they live okay, and all right, because it, it makes sense, you know, timing wise, uh, face and heel wise. And I was like, oh, no, we're gonna talk about Rocky Three and uh, no holds barred, which is good. Um, yeah, it's just funny, <laughs> Princess Bride and they live. <laughs> uh yeah anyhow anyhow uh tonight jimmy solo paul hyman it feels weird calling them the bloodline i just feel like without roman this is i hey we were here last year and i poo-pooed on this and i'm gonna poo-poo it on some more um this is the the two weeks of this week and last week the bloodline development to me felt like a repeat beat Yes. On the bloodline side, but on the I guess the OC side, it, it makes even less sense, right? Because yeah. last week they were like, "Hey AJ, don't deal with the bloodline," but now Carl Anderson's mad and he, wants, and he wants to have a fight, and and so Michi, okay, so Doc Gallows is injured, fine. AJ is still injured, fine. But Michi hangs out and catering, and then after it all, comes out and slaps Jimmy. It's like, well, what side are you on? Do you want to hide and, and cover? Do you want to fight as a unified front? Like it. It has been flip-flopping on all the wrong reasons. And you may say, who cares, Flo? Well, it's the OC. We don't see them anymore, but you're the bloodline. I don't know if it's Jimmy trying to be evil, or I don't know if it's him trying to press Roman. I need something to play off of, and we're not getting that from the OC. Yeah, it's... um My favorite part of this whole thing was Paul Heyman referring to uh, the, the playback of last week's beatdown of John Cena as the bloodline's a Pruder film. Mm. Which, you know, since the average age uh, of people watching wwe's product is over 50 it's a very topical reference hey well heyman's a, he's timeless yeah that's right actually it's weird because i mean that happens pretty got six, six in, in six weeks six uh, 60 years ago yeah wow yeah well yeah 1963 mm -hmm. hey remember the time joe gacy went and got a promo on the grassy knoll at oh yeah yeah, he had, they had to apologize to Fox News the next day. <laughs> but, like, uh, how far Joe Gacy has fallen? I actually like that Joe Gacy, the whole tolerance thing. That was great. Yeah, yeah, no, it was, it was so, it was uh, what Road Dog, uh, you know, what Road Dog thought a progressive was. 
It was right. like really, <laughs> it was so just like funhouse mirror. Um, but yeah, now Joe Gacy's like, yeah, they gotta they gotta do something if uh, he's gonna keep working. But anyhow, um, say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich, but you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun? Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. This confrontation between the bloodline uh, and the OC led to Jimmy Uso versus Carl Anderson, with Jimmy Uso winning pretty quickly. Who asked for this? <laughs> I don't I don't get it. Like, what? I don't. I don't get it. So Carl Anderson for weeks being like, hey, AJ, you shouldn't be fighting these guys. Finally mans up and gets beat so handily and quickly. Can the OC recover, right? Like if they ever came out as a unified front, would I go, oh man, the OC is here. Or do I say, here is somebody that you once slapped. Here's a guy that was injured. Here's another guy that was injured. And there was a guy that got his ass beat at 8.05 PM. Like what? It's... I like Gallows and Anderson. I like Mia Yim. But if you take AJ Styles out of the equation, they treat the rest of the OC like they book them one notch below the Viking Raiders. Even with AJ. Like, they moved to yeah. SmackDown. And I was like, okay, I forgot they were a thing. And But when the Judgment Day became the de facto brand on all three, the OC were kind of in the back. Until that random time where Jimmy was haggling me chin, I had forgot they were there. Yeah. <laughs> um... Yeah, I just I felt like this was a very weird start to the show, but then I think things got better with the Grayson Waller effect with uh, Bobby Lashley as the guest. I guess we're making Grayson Waller a thing. Okay, sure. And he was pushing uh, uh, his tag team with Austin Theory that maybe Bobby Lashley should work with them. Like it was really setting up what we saw later in the night about mm-hmm. Bobby's disappointment in the Street Profits, but this was fun. Yeah, what's in the Street Profits' mind? Like I understand Bobby being like, "Hey guys, get serious," and and the Street Profits want to impress Bobby, but they've been having fun and getting championships before. You haven't really told me why they want to change the philosophy because they what lost last week, but even before then they were dressing like Bobby. So I wish there was more development there. But you know what? If Bobby Lash has nothing else to do, he's being a manager now, then I'm fine with it. Yeah. Uh, and then after this. We had Austin Theory versus Cameron Grimes. Enhancement talent Cameron Grimes. You know, I'm not the biggest Cameron Grimes fan, but I'll be remiss to tell you that that guy carried NXT yes. on his back during the pandemic. Between that Haunted Horrors match or working with Ted DiBiase and LA Knight, Cameron Grimes deserved all the flowers. They brought him up. I get it. It was a logjam bottleneck. Everyone was coming back with a Papa H era. I get that. But he comes out out of absolutely nowhere and no fanfare. I'm not even sure if he's still rich anymore or just a guy in tight. Now, they haven't mentioned that in a while. 
No, but because crypto's dead, I guess. But then he totally yeah. gets like, you know, like evaporated, like a level one video game boss. I, I wonder, is he coming back, or is that going to be just another? Oh, we'll see when we see you. Cameron Grimes, don't answer your phone. Mm. <laughs> I love, man, I loved him with Ted DiBiase. Like he was so much fun in NXT. And then again, same thing. He stuck around too long. You, you, you cool off. You know, and I think um, like HBK on his phone call this week was like, well, we don't, you know, he was surprised by Mustafa Ali and Dana Brooke getting let go. He's told when people are getting called up, but I have a feeling with Cameron Grimes and probably with a fair amount of other talents, they, they get a feeling that they're going to be called up soon. So they cool creative on them thinking, oh, it's inevitable any day now. And uh, they get stuck in this, in this uh, purgatory, hmm. you know, which doesn't help them on the main roster. I suppose it's been so many, it's been a very long track record, whether you mean from Lacey Evans to Zia Lee to Sanity, but people having so many facets of a character shown and getting nothing to get moved yeah. to Fridays or Monday nights. I mean, if I had it my way, just keep them, keep it, keep everyone in SmackDown for, or in uh, NXT forever. Just everyone stays in NXT forever. Yeah. Two of the main. You know? Yeah. Uh, but I think they want that main roster money. Dragon Lee was watching the action from the crowd. Sure was. <laughs> um, so it seems like there's still the, the great search for the Luchador post Rey Mysterio. I get that. Yeah. I thought Santos was that guy. I mean, a year ago, he was at the LA WrestleMania event. I said, give him all the flowers. He's not out of the equation. But Dragon Lee went from being an also ran on NXT to being a guy on three different shows in the past yeah. few weeks. So what does that say? Is that the rocket? Is that kind of like a big trial? I'm not so sure, but you're going to get a lot of Dragon Lee in the next couple of weeks. Yeah, absolutely. They're, they're clearly big on him. But uh, Austin Theory beat Cameron Grimes. And then Theory got in Dragon Lee's face and shoved him. Lee shoved him back. <laughs> so what does that mean, Glenn? Unification match on the horizon, you think? NA, USA. Mm. That'd be interesting. That'd be interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, Jimmy Uso backstage attacked Ashanti the Adonis. BFAB was there watching. Man, I feel so bad for Top Dollar. Do you want him to get his ass beat too? Because <laughs> that's what like, would happen. At least, at least these guys are employed. <laughs> Fair. But remember I told you like about a minute ago about when someone gets like stomped out, you know, like, yeah. oh man, I can't buy into them. When LA Knight called that dude Uncle Phil, I couldn't unsee it. Like it, he would have to like wear a mask from now on. You know what I mean? Like he could have made that his character. <laughs> Uncle Phil or wearing a mask. No, like 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 changing it up a little bit, you know? Yeah. Like, I don't know. I'm down for I mean he's talented and he's a good host. He's very talented. Shows, but... He's a very good host, and he does these rap videos all over social media that never got on TV, never even got mentioned. I don't know. It's interesting. I wonder if he was on a more expensive... Co- no, he wouldn't have been on a more expensive contract and then brought it back originally, maybe because of the A&E thing, but... Uh, right. No, it's strange. It's very strange. Um, so, we had Rey Mysterio versus Santos Escobar for the United States Championship in a multi-segment match. What did you think of the match, and what did you think of the outcome with Rey Mysterio retaining? Match was solid, a um, little slower place because that first ad break, I was like, oh, I guess that is a splash outside. Okay. <laughs> um, but Rey Mysterio wins in the most Rey Mysterio way ever. This is what I was saying a little bit earlier. Like, look, I, I, 
He's a, the biggest, smallest, littlest champion, biggest champion of all time. But you can't get the whole oops went over everybody. Like, I know I'm, I'm nitpicking. Rey Mysterio is a legend. He could probably pin everyone with a single finger if he wanted to. He's earned that right. But I'm like, if you're really going to dispatch Sandals Escobar, do it in a way that says, I'm the better man today. And this felt kind of like, ha ha, gotcha. I'm so champ. Yeah, it's a lot of storytelling for no real payoff. Mm-hmm. You know, I think Santos should have won. But I, I like the match, but Santos should have won. Absolutely. Are know. are you? I mean, he's not a young person either. Like he's he's in his late thirties. No. Like you got to make a decision. Like, do you want him to be five years on top of your mid card? Are you going to have him just be an also ran? Because the longer the LWO goes on, that merger of equals has gone out the window. It does no. feel like Ray Mister and the boys, or or the the, the people. And it doesn't really matter. So I think Santos needs a, needs a dub. Yeah, I think it would be interesting. Um, I think there's probably an angle then to bring Dominic Mysterio back into the mix with Ray's like adopted son versus Dominic. <laughs> it's a little bit of retread, but I, I, I always pop for that. Because, I mean, yeah. come on, when he was showing up at Ray's house and stuff, could you, oh my God, could you imagine if this year Thanksgiving he shows up at the Mysterio residence and Ray has Santos? <laughs> And the LWO there, like yeah. Dominic. Yeah, this would be great, dude. Like, uh, you know, it's gold, man. Um, but yeah, I thought this was a really good match. It's just uh, feels like an anticlimactic payoff. But the Street Profits attacked both of them out of nowhere, and then Bobby Lashley made his way to the ring and applauded them for doing so. Yeah, I'm. All, I guess that makes sense. If Bobby Lashley wants a mean streak, that's how you do it. Beating up Rey Mysterio, it worked for Veer Mahan. I get it. But what I don't understand is like, what does Bobby want them to be champs? Them to run roughshod Them to take out another faction, like the judgment day. And it feels like Bobby has a plan B. He's either not sharing or not even dropping the crumbs for us to go. Oh, I see what he's doing. Oh yeah. Yeah. Um, so Ray challenged the street profits to a tag team match against the LWO. Yep. It's flash lane, so it's next week. So yeah, sure. Six man tag. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. Uh then we had Bailey with damage control versus Charlotte Flair. We haven't seen this matchup in a while. <sighs> Sarcasm noted. <laughs> uh for those of you guys that know me, I'm the biggest Bailey mark ever. Um when she was number one in the PWI. Uh, about three years ago now, I bought like five copies. I oh. I was a hugger. I love Ding Dong Hello. Damage Control has been a step down. And I mean that in the most respectful way. Um, because of Dakota Kai's injury, she has to be cannon fodder. I get that. So the match was pretty much inconsequential. You didn't know Charlotte was going to be in there. But the playing on Bailey offering up EO's towel opportunity, I wonder how long Damage Control is going to last. I would love Bailey to go back to being solo. I'm not sure it's going to happen yet because they, EO needs a mouthpiece. So I'm actually yeah. interested in the back end of this one. But I liked uh, the match itself. I thought that um, it was nice to see them still. I mean, they always put on something good. Charlotte won. And then Bailey was telling off Charlotte about cutting the line because Charlotte wants to challenge EO at Fastlane. Oscar ran out and <laughs> Bailey, because she speaks great Japanese, uh, oh, translated Asuka and saying it's going to be a triple threat at Fastlane. With Oscar, Eos Sky, and Charlotte Flair for the title. Where's Adam Pierce? Does he agree with us? He's just he's like, all right, it's official. And just he should have been like, I don't speak Japanese, so I think we have to trust an expert like Bailey. Yeah, yeah, sign the contract. <laughs> Who do you think uh, wins? Do you think? Do you think Charlotte wins this time? 
aren't we aren't we getting to didn't we talk about this before i feel like this has come up like charlotte's got what two more title wins in her before this gets really mm-hmm. silly does it happen next week though you think you know maybe uh, again see my answer for everything in any women's match right now for a championship is like and then maybe jade cargill shows up <laughs> yeah <laughs> she's win all the titles yeah right that would that ooh ooh that would be interesting don't do it i know <laughs> um but yeah i i don't think charlotte should win this i think um hmm. yeah like i don't know the perfect outcome it'd be nice to see eo retain but i think eo versus bailey could be a really interesting feud if they break up damage control is oh that's a good one i was trying to think is there any woman that would be in a match against charlotte where the internet wrestling community would root for charlotte i guess nia Jax, right i mean the only person i could think of where everyone's like, I hope Charlotte wins. But I feel like everyone piles on when Charlotte has a title match. It's like, oh, no, please don't win. And when she wins, it goes, oh, dang, she she won. Yeah, that's interesting. What would get people? I mean, Nia, Nia's, that's, I got to be honest, that's a pretty good pick. You know, at least for the IWC. Um, and then we had uh, the main event segment. John Cena was had, had a travel delay. But he made it here tonight in time to sign the contract from the bloodline for the match at fast lane, even without a tag partner, he was going to do it. And uh, then as, as was reported, as everyone predicted, LA Knight showed up, saved him from a beatdown from uh, the bloodline, signed the contract. And we're going to have LA Knight join John for that tag match at fast lane. Hey, John Cena taking that last Southwest airline flight to Sacramento airport. <laughs> she get there quite in time. Um, people are saying LA Knight. That does raise the question. Is LA Knight doing it for the goodness of his heart? He hates the bloodline too. Or the fact that AJ Styles had a make-a-wish situation. But either way, that's the match we wanted. We want LA Knight. He has the, the flavor of the month. He has a rocket. Next, we're going to find out tagging with Cena. But there's something that rose me the wrong way, Glenn. There's something that rose me the wrong way. Uh, and that is two years ago. Cena had a match against Roman yeah. and lost. Yeah. Why would he? <laughs> he never gives up, but he's not stupid either. Like, why would he why would he try to go after Jimmy Uso? That would be oh. funny if he said that. He's like, I never give up, but I'm not dumb. Yeah. I, I'm not going to attempt. <laughs> <laughs> it's gonna be a great match for sure. I think LA Knight's gonna have another coming out party his fourth this year or third this year. I know uh, it never but, ends. It never ends, but as this bloodline story is either being stretched thin to the next major event or something big is coming, we're getting this placeholder match in the meantime. I mean, it's really getting stretched thin. Yeah. Yeah. Um, oh, also tonight, Elton Strong. Hashtag Elton Strong. Oh man, for sure. He's on his way back. Pretty Rich deadly. Holland hates it. <laughs> Rich Holland hates it. <laughs> I, I love that they're giving Pretty Deadly a push even during injury. That's the sign when you know that they're high on someone. Mm-hmm. You know, that was fun. Um, and who knows? Maybe they make a surprise appearance at Fastlane. I don't see why not. There's, I don't want to. I don't want to say it's going to be a bad show. I mean, WWE has been delivering pretty consistently, but the, the hype going into a Fastlane almost seems like a a secondary thought. So if you give me oh, yeah. all the surprises, like what AEW used to do and returns and debuts, that might be enough for me to go like, oh yeah, Fastlane was worth it. You know. It'd be interesting if they do that. But yeah, it seems weird after like Bad Bunny, Logan Paul, like they've been treating these secondary shows pretty big time this mm-hmm. year. 
as you said earlier. So exact locations. Look, elimination chambers going halfway across the world. No, literally across the world. <laughs> to yeah, literally. You know, around the world, like Daft Punk sang about. Mm-hmm. Um, no, I think uh, I think Fastlane will be fine. I think it might surprise us being one of those really economical, like good use of time pay per views where it's like two and a half hours. You know, they give us like something solid from A to Z. Doesn't overstay its welcome and uh it ends up being enjoyable but i don't know man i'm hyped on no mercy tomorrow and i liked that they were hyping no mercy tonight during smackdown it was very smart absolutely uh that was one of the biggest gripes i had in the 1.0 era arguably a more sensational show not saying nxt 2.0 isn't good or the regular one isn't good but that was a little more of like oh you gotta check this out it was almost like its own little universe but now we had promos and vignettes no mercy's being advertised crossovers crossovers i mean we get people saying in the crowds i mean i'm not sure what nxt is going to be is it a third brand is it going to be absorbed is it going to be just elemental but this is the kind of like cross-pollination i appreciate i think until they get that tv deal it's a third brand okay and then after that <laughs> after that always oh, developmental. yeah, yeah. <laughs> jokes on you usa <laughs> right no take backs we cash the check um yeah i don't know it's an exciting time I still think, um, you know, I think Survivor Series is right around the corner, but with speculation about CM Punk, with Jade Cargill signing, like, is NXT going to be involved in Survivor Series in a way, maybe even beyond the War Games match? Like, it's, it's, I think, you know, when Roman comes back, what's he, who's he going to defend against next? Like, Survivor Series is, is the journey, like, Fastlane is just a pit stop. Yeah, no pun intended. Yeah. Um, even though Survivor Series is quite literally my least favorite pay-per-view of the year. I know. Um, I've, I've said that plenty of times, but I think there's a like chance. Like the least off. favorite of every pay-per-view. Least favorite of, every, every, of all time. Of all the pay-per-views WWE's ever done, Survivor Series to me has not made sense in like 15 years. So like Great Balls of Fire, how many notches is that above Survivor Series? I think because I think it's so goofy, a capital oh, punishment, uh, mayhem yeah. in Manchester. They're fun, but like you look yeah. at Survivor Series, the matches themselves don't really mean as much anymore. The bracket with NXT, things, you're with NXT was great. Was it a mistake, an accident? It was a happy little accident. Shot yeah. the Bob Ross, like it wasn't supposed to happen. But that was actually the last one where it was like, dang, or even the one with uh, Becky versus Charlotte because yeah. of the real. Uh, heat between them but and the war game was kind of added on i don't know what the identity is for that november pay-per-view mm. um but i hope that people don't give up on the year and go yeah we're going to give you filler until january like something yeah. has to be there and there's no more tlc there's no more extreme rules there's no more armageddon <laughs> uh, it has to be survivor series i just kind of wish it was fresh yeah we'll see man nothing like cm punk to freshen up the product to uh, if he does it oh man that would blow the roof off things Shout out to Nick Hausman, who's just now like turned that into his gimmick on the Shawn Michaels call. <laughs> Nick Hausman. Love Nick. But it's just like every question, CM Funk. <laughs> the point. <laughs> yes. Ah, uh, cool people. Well, hey everybody. Have a great weekend. Flobo, where can everyone find your stuff online? Uh, you can find me over there on that Twitter slash X at Flobo Boys, uh, Flopito on Instagram slash threads, and of course Blue Sky at Flobo Boys. Does Brian Pillman Jr. show up tomorrow night? At no mercy. He, I, I would say no because it was his first, first vignette. But had yeah. this been a month from now, he'd probably do the whole like, who's sitting in the audience? It's Brian Pillman Jr. I, don't know. Oh, I think it's surprising. I see. I think the audience thing is played out for NXT. That's I think crazy. they just got to have him run in. Um, and it's, really run in and attack with that long or do something. Hair? Yeah, just flowing. Get a fan so it's just blowing <laughs> in the wind. Like, like, 
but just like Tawny Katane, just hair flowing, those gorgeous locks as he runs into the ring. Three point stance, Braun Breaker. Just flick your hair and leave. <laughs> that would be amazing if he's the one that retires Braun from NXT. Why not? Yeah, that would be pretty cool. Well, everybody, you can find me online at Glenn, at Glenn Rubenstein. Uh, tomorrow, we're going to be tweeting along with No Mercy. Follow Wrestling Inc. for all the latest in wrestling news. We'll be back on Monday, Jack and the Crew with Raw. We'll be back Tuesday, NXT, the follow-up from No Mercy. And uh, if you want to see me and Matt Morgan and Raj Geary, tune in to Gigantic Pop on Sunday, where we will not be covering the Princess Biden They Live. No holds, no holds Barred in Rocky Three. Thanks, Stormy Castle. Okay, everybody, have a great weekend. We'll get you back here next time on the Wrestling Inc. podcast. Take care. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.